<laughs> you are getting that. I brought it. I remembered it. How are you guys doing? I guess I should actually record. Hey. We're trying to get as many people on stage as we have in the audience. So I'm going to find a couple more. Thanks for about there. So uh, this is the Podcast Advocates panel. If you're looking for cosplay, I don't think that's next door. Unless you guys are... Any costume? Uh, yeah. Random Midwesterner in California. Yeah. That's good. You're pulling it off. Yeah. You're doing it. I was going to take my shirt off and do E Honda from Street Fighter if that's cool. Oh, please. Yeah. 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 At the end, we'll yeah, do yeah, a photo session here. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, my name is Phil Vecchio. I'm, I do a few podcasts, and I'm going to attempt to wrangle this crew here. We have a, a panel of podcast luminaries here to present to you guys um, all the kind of information you can imagine about podcasts. Real quick, by a show of hands, how many out there? Have a podcast or are thinking of starting a podcast? Hey. Hey. How many just like podcasts? Hey. How many just don't raise your hand when people ask questions to a crowd? Hey. <laughs> cool. What I'm going to do, uh, we're going to start out just kind of so you can find out who these people are. I'm going to go down the row and have each of you guys briefly introduce yourselves and tell us just a little bit about your podcast and we'll go down uh, from there. We'll start with Brendan on this end and go down. Uh, my name's Brendan Creasy. I actually co-host three podcasts. Um, the main one's Radio Brendo Man, um, RadioBrendo.com. I have Mr. Brendo's Wrestling Show, MBWS. Um, and then I have uh, Popsicles, which I do with a couple of my other friends. So, got a bunch of them. Uh, I'm Andrew Lindy. I uh, created the Benview Network, a network of podcasts. Uh, I host a couple of shows on that, uh, including the Super Mario Brothers Minute, which is me and my co-host break down the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993 minute by minute, and uh, also Nothing New, a remake podcast where me and my co-host talk about uh, movie remakes. Yeah. My name is Murray Valeriano. I host the Road Stories podcast. Uh, I've been doing it for about a decade. Um, it's part of the All Things Comedy Network, and it's stand-up comedians coming on and telling the crazy stuff that happens on the road. So if you're a fan of stand-up comedy, um, your favorite comedian's probably been on there, so check it out. And uh, I also co-host uh, Rock Solid Podcast, which is a uh, yeah. music and comedy uh, podcast. And that's, I forget what network that's part <laughs> <laughs> uh, My name is Cheryl, uh, Cheryl Jones, and I host Movies Made Me, uh, where we talk about the movies that influenced you to be who you are. And I've been doing that for, I think, about two and a half years now. I only have the one show. <laughs> It's a good show. Thank you. It's a great show. Thank you. Uh, my name is Curtis Waugh, and I uh, run with these two gentlemen, The Unpop Podcast. It's a movie review and discussion show where we talk about the unpopular opinions of cinema, like we hate the Goonies. Uh, oh. I'm wearing not, a not Goonies Well, not everyone. Uh-huh. Curtis really knows how to work a crowd. I'm Brock, and this is Sean. We all three co-host it, and we talk about all sorts of things. Pop culture, television, uh, movie ideas. We also are in the business of uh, creating our own content. And, uh, do we, you know, everything from sketch comedy to all this other fun stuff. So that's what Unpop's yeah. doing. I'm the recent addition to it, so I've been doing it for two months with these guys, and we have a fourth member who's not here, but it's a third, three-quarters of it are here. He's definitely not dead. He's yeah, dead. yeah, we didn't kill him. He's definitely on a cruise in the Bahamas, so. <laughs> nice. Um, my name's Janelle Vecchio. Um, I'm married to the moderator. Ow! 
Um, me and my husband, Phil, we do a podcast together called The Mandarian Orange Show. And yes, that is pronounced incorrectly on purpose. You'll have to listen to episode one to get that backstory. But we talk a little bit about everything. I'm a teacher, he's a house husband, and we talk about everything under the sun from movies, TV shows, teaching, travel, just we dabble in everything, so, yeah. All right. Uh, now, because I would like to shape this for how our audience is, I like to open up to questions early on. So do we have any like early on things you guys want to know about podcasting? Any, any questions you guys might have? I'm going to leave that with you guys. You guys are going to take about that. <laughs> <laughs> Go back, back to that. Good, good. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the format of your shows. You guys can kind of chime in. We don't have to have everybody say something on all of them, or else we'll be here until tomorrow. But um, talk about your shows. How long is it? And uh, what kind of things do you cover? Anybody want to... I'll start. I like, st I like starting things. It's just I got over that a long time ago. Uh, so my show is guest based. So uh, when I don't, when I'm not doing one at a con like I am here, where I just do one-offs with people out on the exhibition floor and have them talk about one movie that influenced them. The normal episodes, I have a guest on. Marie will be my guest later this afternoon. Uh, and we talk about five movies that influenced that guest to be who they are. We go beyond movies talking about three other things, anything under the sun that have influenced them to be the person that they are. Um, my episodes range from 45 minutes to a little over two hours, just depends uh, who the person is and how much they have to say. And uh, yeah, so, and it's just, it's very conversational, just two people getting to know each other through movies and learning about who that guest is as a person. Uh, I was gonna say, I've done like such a variety of different podcasts from just, uh, you know, three people talking about movies, that seems to be a very popular subject. Mm -hmm. uh, that can go for like an hour to two hours uh, to like a very heavily scripted, um, you know, uh, I, I, we had a, a Choose Your Own Adventure podcast where it was, it was kind of like you got to decide how long it got to be depending on what ending that you got. Uh, and then even with the uh, Super Mario Brothers Minute, we try and keep that like under 30 or 20 minutes because we're releasing uh, two episodes a week. So we want people to be able to catch up and listen to all the different episodes without being overwhelmed. I don't know if you can be overwhelmed. <laughs> no, you, it's a podcast, so you can you can if you, if it's two hours, listen for the hour drive, and then listen mm -hmm. for the hour drive home. You know what I mean? That's, that's one that's one cool thing I like about podcasting. Not that you're I think you're doing it right. I don't think you're doing it wrong at all. <laughs> you are wrong. <laughs> Table over. <laughs> no, that's one cool thing. My 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 I tend to do about an hour, hour and a half maybe, and uh, it's like I said earlier, it's comedians just talking about life on the road, and it, it but it's kind of like. If you're a fan of late night TV, and it's kind of like watch it, listen to a late night show, but the stories that the comics would never be able to tell on Letterman or Leno, you know, not that they're outrageous or dirty, but sometimes they're kind of like I, I had two comics come on, who both their fathers, they're 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 not really how do you say? All right, his father died, and his father died, and they were both in an airport when they found out, oh. and they had to spend nine hours. That's amazing. That's really a story you're gonna get. It's a deal. Well, that's what happens with comics on the road. That's like that happens. So you get really funny, outrageous stuff. But you get really personal stuff in there too. These great stories that you're never gonna hear. And um, yeah, so that's my show. In about an hour and a half. 
Yeah, I think that's the fun thing about the medium is that it uh, feels like a very personal thing. It's something that's kind of, you almost feel like you're behind the curtain looking at the man in Oz, like as you're listening to the thing. You know, it's not as, some are very structured, very well produced. Not that any of these aren't super well produced, but we give almost the illusion of you get to see what these people are outside of normal life, outside the normal restrictions and censorships that you put on TV, that you put on anything else. And that's what, ours is a very loose-based Loosely based uh, movie discussion talk. We write sketches. We usually open up things with like a, a two-minute written sketch where we do really bad voices. Except for him, he's a professional at it. Uh, and then just and then just talk and give give ourselves to to the medium. And that's what I think is fun about it. Yeah, I, I think it's fun to, um, especially on our format. We really just there are. It's one of the rare shows, I think, where there's four hosts. We have four people, so we roll a microphone and talk about the same thing from four different perspectives. And that can be really tough to kind of find a balance. But at the end of the day, it, we wanted it very much to feel like we're just drinking, talking about movies. And I will point out that uh, my co-host here started with a Wizard of Oz reference, and he hates Wizard of Oz. So Goonies, Wizard so of Oz, I what are you doing here, I kid? I hate the Wizard of Oz as well. You might want to get someone to escort you back to the These two right here. Uh, these two people. Are you going to start a podcast called Ruin My Childhood? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. You ruined my childhood. I claim it. I claim it. That is literally how podcasts start, is, is people just, hey, wait, and then, oh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, so our show is segment-based. Um, Phil has created these little um, segment sound bites at the beginning of each segment. We have a... Um, a Google Doc note sheet that we can both add our notes in, into during the week. And then um, we go down and kind of like what we feel like. One popular segment is Phil and I talk about fights we've gotten into. And yeah, for real. some reason, yeah. our listeners <laughs> like to hear about for some the fights reason. We've, uh, we've gotten into. So like you were saying, man. they can be very this personal. Is real, so. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so yeah. I've said it before, and I will continue to say it on every one of these panels. You are wrong about the sun visors in the cars. Uh, you <laughs> are wrong. Sun visors in the car? No. You flip them to the side when the sun is on the side? Yes. They're yeah. made That's to do right. that. They are do designed that. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Very that. Much. And I'm like one person in the audience. My daughter's on my side. <laughs> 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 that's right. Do you weigh in? Okay, one time. What what can you offer for dessert tonight? Go. Go. Um, I don't know, popsicles. Okay, popsicles, what do you got? Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Cheesecake or popsicles, who's right? Cheesecake. Mom and Dad. Cheesecake or popsicle? I heard a cheesecake. Oh, one cheesecake or trucks. Someone's walking home. They work together. That's smart. All right, let's talk about talk about some nitty gritty because we got people that want to get into theirs. How much does it cost you to run your podcast, and how much how much it costs to start it up on an ongoing basis, and do you make any money from it? I will, start, it down. I will start off by saying when I first started in 2004, in, I was living in Harbin, China, I had the microphone that came with my laptop, those little old boom mics that they used to sell, and I had Audacity, which is free, and I already had web hosting, but this was before web hosting could really even handle hosting podcast files, like, because bandwidth, I think I had five megabytes of web space. So an MP3 was bigger than five megabytes. So I ended up, I forgot what I did. Oh, we made it, we ended up releasing it via BitTorrent because we didn't have any, back at the again, like we, it was Wild West. So we just, I worked with what I had 
and I released it, and then right away, because it was so new, I had listeners. But yeah, you don't need, you know, the number one thing I hear on like podcast groups is like, you need this gear, you need this mixing board, you need this before you even start. And I always say, just work with what you have. Go Absolutely. From there. I mean, it and then co- build from there. And it doesn't cost a lot to have good sound. I, I like, I'm a kind of a stickler for sound because my podcast is audio, but you, you don't have to, you know, because I. You listen to some podcasts, you sound like you're talking with your head in your bucket in the bathroom. And, <laughs> you know, it's audio, so, it, but it doesn't really cost much. I mean, I, use a, I, I have a studio now because I'm part of a, a network, but I also do, my podcast is called Road Story, so sometimes I'll take the mixer and put mics in my car if I'm doing a, a stand-up gig, like within driving distance, and then I'll get the opener to come with me, and then we'll record uh, driving to the venue, and then we'll do the show, and then we'll come back and talk about how shitty it was. <laughs> Which, but it's probably breaking like 30 laws now I think about it. <laughs> we try, we all right, no texting, but podcast all you want. Um, <laughs> so, so, I mean, I, I use a, a little 8-track uh, mixer, a four track mixer, I think it's 120 bucks at Guitar Center. Uh, get the insurance, $20. So, those to replace it if it breaks. And I've broken like five of them in the car. And, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, mics and uh, XLR <laughs> cables, man. And that's that's really all you need in it. And GarageBand, although GarageBand, I used to record in Audacity also, but it didn't have a save feature. And I lost a few shows. So I go I uh, record in GarageBand, but I think the latest version of GarageBand, does anybody know, doesn't have podcasting anymore. Right? What? Oh. Yeah, it doesn't have a podcasting feature, but I, I never use it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I use anyway. And mm-hmm. it's got a great, oh, I just discovered this. I don't know how long I've been doing this 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can use the filters. If you ever have problems with your sound, go to the filters, and it has a bunch of different filters that'll that'll fix your sound problems. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's GarageBand. It comes wow. on your Mac. So if you're a PC, you're screwed. I don't know. I am screwed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so I go through It's really not that expensive at all. To get yeah, and, and there's all sorts of, um, I mean, as a voiceover person, I professionally work with sound and recording in awful scenarios. I had to record an audition in an airport once that was needed for like a really big project there was <clears throat> Star Wars um, and I recorded that audition in an airport between I remember I was I, I don't know how I didn't get arrested but I was underneath the United desk an abandoned United desk <laughs> I recorded um, and that's all to say that like if at, at a professional level the audio is passable there is no reason that you can't you know do mm-hmm. your weekly show don't let anything stop you I know that um, Obviously, the microphone on an iPhone isn't isn't the best, but you can even set that in the center. And there's really cheap, affordable USB mics. I always recommend the Apogee MIC. It's one ninety nine, and uh, it plugs in with almost every computer. It has got it sounds like a commercial, but it's I swear by it because it actually has uh, a preamp in it. So if you're not technical like me, you don't need to worry about an XLR cable. You don't have to worry about any of your preamps or anything. It's got everything in the microphone, and it's it's it'll capture. Um, uh, cardioid, so it'll get everything around the mic. So when we started, um, Phil took the rock band mic out of our video game box and plugged it into our computer, and we sat on the couch and recorded. And we did that for like a year, and you recorded on Audacity. Uh, yeah. So we used yeah. a free program there, and honestly, like it didn't sound bad. Like I listened to a lot of podcasts, and I would like test them like back to back if it sounded and it was it was pretty good so then we decided to upgrade to a yeti yeah. mm-hmm. so we have a yeti we just plug in the computer sit it there we record on the couch i'm in my pjs and we just sit back chat 
great time to spend with my husband. Right. Right. What's a yes. yeti? What's a yeti? It's um it's a large I don't, creature. It's a I'm USA. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> they're not real. Oh. Who wants to tell them? What? It's a USB microphone. It's a USB okay. microphone, but yeah. my favorite thing about it is it's um it's a front the the it's a I don't know what you call that it has <coughs> you can set the recording well, one you pattern. can yeah you could it, it only records out the front which is convenient but then it you can change the pattern so omnidirectional oh. you can do two way so like when oh, Phil and I were at Podfest it just sat across from each other and then we could just record that and then it really helps us when we're in a we're recording in a giant crowded room and we set it to where it only is recording like our immediate area, and if we need to record a big room, it's got omnidirectional, yeah. so it's very versatile. Well, and that's from Blue, Blue. is the company, which Blue is what... Blue has a whole series of microphones. Yeah, snowball I started microphone. my show with two Blue Snowball Ice microphones, so just they're kind of omnidirectional, which was a problem. I have one episode in particular where it was a big problem. Yeah. And, uh, but they're super cheap. They were like 50-some-odd dollars each. I started with what 53 because I started for 106 dollars basically mm -hmm. with that editing in audacity I was recording into audacity at the time and then just what 15 dollars a month to host on Libsyn right. which Libsyn and Blueberry are like the two really big places to host your audio files and you get a ton of space and you don't have to worry about it and you know and they've got all kinds of uh, information to help you with your podcast and and with all that I after about a year and a half so about a year ago I upgraded my gear because I decided, okay, I'm going to keep doing this. So um, I've got a couple of um, Audio-Technica ATR2100 mics, which seem to be kind of a standard that a lot of people use. And so those are XLR mics, so they've got the cords you plug in, and then I plug them into this uh, Zoom H4n digital recorder. So now I can, I'm literally portable. That's what I was using out on the con floor today to record with people, and I can just hand them a mic. I've got a mic and it's super easy whereas before I had to have my laptop and everything so I couldn't go really portable with that so uh, it's just that easy it's not that bad with a laptop portable my stuff's right there well I'll see <laughs> so, yeah. it, it can be done it right, can be, right. but going around the con floor is a lot more yeah difficult. definitely yes. no, I also have more than two people on my show so I need yeah. more than two or else I would totally use that yeah they make ones that handle four I think they make all different ones but the, then you start getting more expensive so yeah. and, and if you have a you specific know. idea for something like if you know that you want to do a podcast and what you're going into the field or going to places like we're at the point now where there's just there are so many options. Mm -hmm. Like we have a microphone that we use. It's the Shure M700, I think. Mm -hmm. It's a little. It's a tiny. Uh, it's a docu journalistic mic that they use for mm -hmm. NPR, and it's omnidirectional, so it captures the whole space. And we decided early on that for our podcast, we didn't just want to talk about movies. We kind of wanted to do some weird stuff. So for like our Blair Witch episode, we Blair actually, Witch episode is amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I'm still in my podcast. Was still multiple times. Oh. That was so we, the night of the podfest last the night year. Of, yes, they I went into the woods. We and recorded this episode, and it's legitimately freaky. <laughs> we, we dropped, so for our Blair Witch episode, we went and saw Blair Witch, and then we took an Uber and had them drop us off somewhere in Griffith Park. We just dropped the pin, and we had this microphone. And if you listen to it, it was 125 dollars, and that microphone, you feel like you're there. Yeah, you're there. And and. It's just that I mean that's where we are with this level of technology. So you're only limited by your imagination and your Uber driver's direction sense. <laughs> well, and these guys are doing a whole like additional level of things with your podcast because you do the pod show as well, where you've had a couple episodes now where they do this whole video show and it's amazing. It's so funny and so well done. Oh, but I like yeah, that yeah. you've got a whole nother level that you've added to your. Uh, <coughs> 
entertainment. Yeah, and, and again, that just has to do with, you know, we, once we added Sean on, who is an incredible director, he works at a commercial level and has a lot of great equipment, and got what we were doing, he was like, how, it was basically that conversation of, we, we, you know, Curtis had this idea of wanting to take the audio format and maybe do some sort of serialized um, video content, and we brought Sean on board, and he luckily has his equipment, which is in the corner. If anyone's quick, <laughs> steal it. It's very yeah. expensive. Take Sweet. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, thank you. I was going to say, I'm putting myself out there. I need some questions here. Give us a question in front, and then I'll get to the I'd like to ask you to elaborate a bit more on production and specifically editing. Um, I used to do a podcast with a friend. We would uh, interview book authors, usually nonfiction book authors, and we would do deep dives into their books. They loved that. Like, nobody actually reads the books. We actually read the book, <laughs> um, which, which was a lot of prep, but it was worth it. Um, but uh, I found uh, when, I, when, I would, when I would be responsible for editing the episode, you know, we would record for, say, 55 minutes to a little over an hour, and I would be fanatical about cutting out ums and ahs and pauses and things like that. And so my editing time in GarageBand took like six or seven hours. It's amazing. And I know I was probably doing it wrong, but I just, because I was slicing out bits and pieces. You have to How many ums did you say? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me, it was my partner. You, okay. have let, you have to let that go as part of the thing, is you have to say, okay, that's how we talk, just, you know, and you get better at talking and sure. kind of cutting some of that out but, yourself, but... So how do you, so, so that's one extreme example. How, when, when you're putting these things together, because you're putting out a couple of week in some cases, how do you, what are some best practices you might I, I I think I'm in the minority on this, but I've, I'm on my 353rd episode, and I don't edit out pretty much hardly anything, unless there's like a, some technical problem, or, and I've never gotten a complaint from any listeners. In fact, people love the way our show is like very natural and organic. That's the number one compliment I get. I just had somebody say, like, I feel like I've known you guys for years because like, I just listened to you like hanging out. And, and so I, because I would, I would go, like, because I know Phil's very meticulous in his editing, so he can spend hours. And so I just choose to, I, I get, I put it together. That's what I, that consists of my editing and I get the level. For me, I just want it to sound good. Like I want the levels to be right and I don't care about part of the stick, you know, and I think that's up to you. But if it's hindering your, like your, your, what you're doing, then you should, might, yeah, let some of that go. Right. I, I mean, there is. Still, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I I think in uh, in like an interview style like that, the only time that I've uh, edited like that with interviews is I'll take out a bad question. If I asked a question that went nowhere and their answer wasn't that good, I just take that out and it can just go from one question to the next and no one even knows that it's even missing and right. you yeah. missed a beat on editing. But the ums and us, it's there's a like a natural way that people talk and if you're listening to something that's so hyper edited where all the breath is taken out of it you kind of feel breathless yeah, listening to it sure so it's i i just like with brendo it's like that naturalistic style i kind of like that yeah, i don't edit a lot either every once in a while somebody will tell a story and have like david allen greer was an example <laughs> and yeah, yeah he's like can you take that out please <laughs> after you know call me the next day can you take that i'm like yeah no problem but there is still a very what i love about podcasting it's very guerrilla radio still you know I, I still try to hold on to that to myself um so those ums and ahs and i've had i remember my first podcast i think i ever did and 
comedian Jackie Cation got up and went in the room and made herself a drink and came back like while I was talking to her. Like, oh, that's, how, that's how we're going to do this stuff now. Okay, There's stuff like that, you know, and I've, I've had to leave the room and go to the bathroom and come back and people like it. It's a very, I guess it also depends on the tone of your show. If it's highly produced, it might be a different scenario. Uh, uh, planning structure and practice, you know, kind of going in with any general idea of what you want to do as best you can and that only comes through practice because we'll go in we used to go in and have like a three hour raw cut and be like that just isn't going to work and so I'll, I'll edit in GarageBand get it down to hour hour 20 and whatnot. but you know we learned to not necessarily just get to the point but get to the point you know we have run-ons of uh, side jokes and whatever we do but just going in knowing these are the beats we want to hit these are the things we know we want to do and say and then letting it evolve and and I think there's a part, too, where there is some permission of, I, I, and call it like happy accidents or whatever, but there's a, a character to your show. So when you're in the ownership of, of the content, it's really your own tone. So when we started doing Unpop, we were recording in my dining room table over behind Keys and Van Eyes, which if any of you guys are LA natives. Keys, Keys, Keys. Keys on Van Eyes. I just got that song out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sorry. They're one of our Unpop unsponsors, which means that uh, they sponsor us unknowingly. Um, but so we used to record right where they would test drive nice Mercedes cars. My cat would be on the table meowing through our podcasts. And eventually there's not a point where you can edit that stuff out. And now we, we record in the studio. There's still atmospheric sounds that come from the co-host because there's four people. We usually have a bottle of bourbon. For a while, one of our co-hosts had a vape pen and would unbeknownst <laughs> to himself vape in the middle of a really important point. So you'll hear like, yeah, I just really feel like Star Wars was a reflection of my child. You know? <laughs> and it's just like, and so at some point you just have to like accept that's the atmosphere, that's the character of the podcast. And I think living in a post S-Town generation now where the podcast of S-Town was highly produced, but they would like the background noises of those characters in that show. And I always think about the uncle with the bullet in his head. Yeah, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. He's in the back of every recording. Like you just have to accept that's the character. So it kind of takes the pressure off of editing. Yeah, well, that's and that's my show too because I usually go to wherever my guest wants to record their home or whatever, and so you get all kinds of noises. Or if they record at my house, I have an elderly cat who just yells all the time. So in a that's human in voice, there. Which is terrible. Yes, it's really bad. It's really bad. Ah! Almost, we're almost at that point. Cheryl. <laughs> I should have known it was just going to go off the rails. Uh, but yeah, so it's you know the the sound is what it is. My the the worst episode that I mentioned before that was the person wanted to record at a restaurant uh, we were at the Daily Grill at the corner of Laurel Canyon and Ventura in the valley pretty much the busiest corner in the world and the only place I had my laptop then it wasn't this gear and I had to plug in and the only place to do it was on the patio and it's terrible it's terrible and but you know and back then I didn't really know how to work with the noise reduction tools and things so that episode just is what it is and I can't worry about it but uh, but yeah, but I, uh, the only things I'm really editing out now, when I first did it, I was really trying to take all those little ums and ahs and whatnot out. Now I don't worry about those unless, now I'll like cut down if there's a really long pause, I'll just cut it a bit. It's still there, but if it's a really long episode, I'll cut it down. And then, uh, like when I talked with Brendan, we talked for three <laughs> hours, so I thought, okay, I, that's asking a lot of people, so I cut it down to two. But to do that, I just find, because we go off on tangents on the show 
all the time, but I just find tangents that don't really go anywhere. They don't come back around to anything. So I can just cut that all out. You never know what's missing, but that's kind of all I do with it now. All right, we had another question in the back over here. So podcasting is getting more and more crowded. And I know some of you have been doing certain shows longer. Murray and Brendan, I know you guys have been here for a while in the field. But how do you guys decide on what you're going to do for a show when, I mean, especially you guys are doing movie stuff. I did a movie podcast. I'm sure I'll do some other movie podcasts again. But, like, how do you decide and how do you work to stand out without changing your vision? You know what I'm saying? Because... For me, it's a, I think for me it was easy because my idea came from my own experience where I realized I had a couple of movies that had really influenced me and one in particular that really sent me on this life journey that was pretty big. Uh, and I just thought, well, other people must have experiences like this. So even though mine is a film podcast and there are a billion of those, it takes a very different approach to it than what anybody else is doing and I think that's kind of key and I think everyone here is kind of doing that where there's a different approach than other people are doing mm -hmm. and we don't pretend like we went out and reinvented the wheel with ours like movie talk show yeah it's uh we believe fully in the characteristics we brought to our show like yeah it started with me and Brock do not like the Goonies like unpopular opinions unpop podcasts so we try and incorporate those unpopular things I'm gonna lump someone in here with me as well uh, we try and incorporate those unpopular things but it you know we believe I'm a writer Brock's an actor Sean's a director like we believe in our voices our perspectives our perspectives and make sure we stay true to that and you just, you just can't Think about the millions and millions of other ones. Listen, I'm in the comedy category, mm -hmm. which you might as well just call that category futile. Right. <laughs> right. There's, for some, comedy, I, if I got my history right, you might be able to help back me up on this. Podcast started really uh, like techie guys. Yeah, it was originally. super techie, like the, came out of the blogosphere, basically. Yeah, and so for some reason, comics glommed onto it, and I started listening to Jimmy Pardo's show, which inspired me to do mine, and then... Uh, Marin came along and blew us all out of the water <laughs> and then every comedian and their brother had a podcast for like a day <laughs> and then they would realize oh shit this is work <laughs> I have to so they stopped doing it so I would just say just find what you love to do man and, and, yeah. and do that and if you want to do a comedy podcast I get a lot of young comics asking me if I say yeah do what do you like, like this one guy's really into cars I'm like great do a car podcast but be the funny car podcast so you can be your comedian and then put it under the automobile section you, know, you can avoid the comedy <laughs> section yeah. that's, that's a really smart that really yeah. is yeah so the way like um, Phil and I got started on podcasting is I was sharing with a friend that um, another uh, a mutual friend of Phil and I's I was saying you know I'm a mom and I'm a teacher and that's my life. I don't like have time to do anything creative anymore. And my friend <laughs> went to Phil and um, shared that with him. And so for Christmas two years ago, Phil gave me a podcast. I'm trying, I get so emotional about it because it's so amazing of him. It was like the best present. And we do it for like our creative outlet like all our little but i i'm a i'm a travel blogger so we really you know put that into it i'm a teacher so there's that passion we're parents that love our kids and we have a interesting dynamic where he's a stay-at-home dad and i'm you know the working mom and i think like our listeners just really 
have been responding to that and it's different. Yeah, we talk about movies and pop culture and things too, but it's just been like, it's just been a wonderful like couple years of just putting it out there and it makes me emotional, but it's like <laughs> if you're really passionate about doing something creative, like just do it, like get it out there because it definitely, it just, it brought me to a different level that I was, I was just needed something else in my life. So this is this yeah. is where I want to throw out a couple of the, a couple of the statistics that I you know because I like to look at this stuff online. So Edison Research does a study about podcasting every year, and they just came out with this year's study. So it, talking about you know how flooded the market is with podcasts, but 24% of Americans ages 12 and older listened to a podcast in the last month when they did this study, which is up from 21% last year and 17% two years ago. So there are more people listening and then on average uh, those who listen to podcasts listen to five per week to subscribe to an average of six so they listen to five so I don't know who the guy getting left out is but and then the the mean listening time uh, is five hours and seven minutes a week so there's space for each person you know there's a growing number of people listening and they're listening it seems like to a good amount per week so there's space out there still all right, we had another question. Oh, yes, right over here. So you've kind of answered this, but just in case you haven't, which came first, the podcast or the content? Like, it sounds like some of you have said that you had a thing that you were passionate about, but was that there before you go, hey, this would make a great podcast, or, you know, I'd like to do a podcast. What would I do? I'll do the thing I'm passionate about. So I, chicken and egg. Which I think the passion has to come first. Mm -hmm. If you're well, not for you, not I, I appreciate that. Advice, yeah. Hearing your stories, I think I'm hearing a little bug. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, I, I'll say from my experience with Curtis and I came up with the idea for our podcast uh, in an elevator. <clears throat> Um, but the I, the conversation to have a podcast came from this desire of, and I, I think Murray can weigh in too. Like when when you're in show business, you're at the beck and call of casting people and producers, and your life and your ability to to entertain people is at the whim of somebody between their lunch appointments and coffee dates. So it can feel very out of control. And for me, I was in this place of. I wanted to get back to why I got into entertainment in the first place, which was to entertain. And I had a mentor who taught me the most important thing is to entertain yourself. Mm -hmm. So I, we had had a conversation of, uh, Curtis is a writer, and when we were in between gigs, it was that frustration of, God, I just love movies. I just wish that we could just talk about movies all the time. And then it was like, well, what if we did a podcast? But like, oh, you can't do that. There's so many of those. But the need to, to fill that void for myself was what drove us to create this podcast. And then the idea came, like I said, we like both realized that we hated a movie that is pretty much adored uh, by our, you know, I know, it's scary. You're wrong. We, You're completely wrong. There's other wrong. things we hate, too, and like, <laughs> we hate a lot of stuff. We hate a lot of stuff. We're very versatile in our hate. That's I mean, I shared, like, my story of how we got to do a podcast, but I think when Phil and I said we're going to do a podcast, we sat down and said what do we want to talk about and we made like our our list of things that were definitely going to be something we talked about on the show and i think we still have like five or six things we haven't <laughs> talked about yet because there's always someday someday but just like having that ongoing um list of things to do um sometimes i mean sometimes for me like this is like the one night a week that i just get to 
chill and spend time with my husband in our crazy lives, it can be about that. Like, it's a great way to hang out with your friends and make that appointment each week. So. Okay, um, we got one here. We'll get you in back. So a lot of really good advice on uh, how to be successful, best practices. Let's say I'm going to set out to make my podcast crash and burn. What are the like, top two or three things I ought to do? I love this. Bad, uh, bad audio. Don't um, release an episode and then don't release another one for like six months yeah. or yeah. never. Yeah. Um, and then don't... Um, um, don't level your podcast. Have just you have, shout right to the microphone. Just shout right to the <laughs> Or if you have two people, half the second person is far away from the microphone as possible. <laughs> and um, yeah, don't do any of that. Uh, you know, don't um, Google your podcast name beforehand. <laughs> Make sure that it's going to find you. And, um, you know, don't. Uh, I'm trying to think other really annoying. Oh, um, else? Oh, yeah, sorry. Keep going. I'll let everybody Yeah, we can probably all throw stuff yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, we'll go down. We'll go down the line. Andrew, what's up? I mean, uh, don't put your podcast on iTunes. That's <laughs> Who wants to find you anyway? <laughs> uh, uh, I agree with everything they said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they hit the big ones. Yeah, I, hit, I don't know. Um, how are you going to make it crash and burn? I don't know. <laughs> like I don't this. know. I just don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't put any effort. Make, make it more passionate. Don't. Know, like we go back to making it passion or something you're passionate about. And don't make it something you're passionate about. Yeah, don't. I don't promote it on social media. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Don't tell your friends about it. Right. <laughs> Admit to a big convention that you hate the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> That'll kill uh, it. Every time. I'm dead. Give you some like Mel Brooks. This sounds like a very Mel Brooks producer's vibe, like you want something to crash and burn, but it's going to be super successful, so... I was going to yeah, say, I don't, I don't know. Unfortunately, <laughs> this time, if we give you any Mel Brooks advice, it basically just turns into Breitbart. So. <laughs> um, I would say, in a, if you wanted to crash and burn, get, uh, get angry without a solution. So if there's a topic in which you are angry or passionate about, to rail at length about it, but not have any way or perspective on how it could be better, is a great way to crash and burn. As a podcast listener, um, some podcasts I have stopped listening to are when the, the vibe is just like negative, like the entire time they're just complaining and ranting and like like you were saying, like have a, offer a solution and be positive. Um, another podcast I used to listen to passionately um, built up their following and then decided they weren't going to do the thing that made them popular anymore oh, and, and they're going in a totally different direction, which is fine, but the reason I was listening to them is because I'm passionate about this thing. So, yeah, those are a couple ways to crash and burn. That was a great question. Are we in the uh, back there? Uh, I talked about to get it out there, post it on social media, put it on iTunes. How else do you let people know besides the couple hundred people on? Facebook, but what other ways to get it out to more of the masses? Oh, I do other podcasts. Yes. Go out and be as guest on as many podcasts as you can be on. Go on Crash and Burn. Go on <laughs> In Depth Books. You know, <laughs> if you can find a movie podcast in here somewhere, try and do that. Know, <laughs> there's a couple of them. There's one that's really good, and then there's ours. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. But that's how you find other podcast listeners because they have different listeners than you do, and you're just basically cross promoting. Yeah, that's. I mean. He's he's promoting to my people and and I'm promoting to his. Somehow that makes sense. 
but yeah, that's the thing. And and Brock has been on my show, and and Curtis will eventually be on because I haven't invited him yet. And, uh, <laughs> Under but that is an oversight. Yes. Well, now I never will. Uh, so yeah, but that's constantly, you know, getting other people. And then for me, like going and and it's where I met Brendan and Phil going to the LA Podcast Festival, which is in October this year. And at that, you get the opportunity to talk with big podcasters. Like I've had yeah. Mark Marin on my show and Leonard Malton on my show and, and Todd Glass and all these people. And, and so looking for opportunities to go and get people who, if people then see, oh, Mark Marin's on this one, yeah. they'll come and listen. So. And don't forget, you also had you had TJ Miller. I TJ did have to, TJ was, he was amazing. Trying to eat your microphone. <laughs> I loved him. Um, but yeah, cross-pollinating. And that's how I know, I mean, I've not been on Murray's yet. I'm inviting myself. I'm not on yours yet. I'm inviting myself. I've not been on yours yet. I'm inviting myself. All right. We've done Brendo's. I've done yours. Um, it, it may, I feel like I become more passionate about podcasting too when I guest on someone's show that like, it, it's out of my realm. You know, like I would love to be on your wrestling podcast because I'm insanely right. passionate about Jesse <laughs> the Body Ventura. Yes. <laughs> awesome. And I, I, yeah. No, no, think about being a guest on somebody else's podcast, you don't have to produce it. Yes. It's work. Just it's great. It's great being able to show up and then leave. Yes, yeah. it's yeah. amazing. You get to tell people how good you are. You don't have to <laughs> edit it for six hours. You don't have to did I drop the thing in. Oh, love being And there. there's always <laughs> podcasts in whatever area you're doing that would love to have you on. I'm sure you can find them. Like, just reach out to people. Yeah, yeah, someone just, there was a big podcast festival that was cost ridiculous money to go to, even though it was local. I didn't go to it, but somebody, because Libsyn, my host, you can, if you're a Libsyn podcast and you go to anything there, you can give them your cards. They will take them to all the shows they go to. Somebody picked up my card there. Turned out that he lives in the same city as me. They have a movie podcast and we're like, well, clearly we need to collaborate. So we're gonna do each other's shows now. And I'm like, I didn't even have to go. <laughs> and I networked, that was great. But I do recommend the podcast, uh, Los Angeles oh, Podcast yeah. Festival. Yes. Not only because my show's in it again this year, oh. but, <laughs> but it is a great place. Yeah. It does have an open, I think they're gonna do it again this year, an open studio where you can set up your yep. equipment. Mm -hmm. That's where, met, that's where I met Murray. That's where we met Cheryl. Yeah. Yeah. Where I met the, yes. And yeah. we, we, we had, all came we had out Marin on our show. We had, yeah. like I said, TJ Miller, all these comedians. Well, then um, Will Wheaton come in for a second? Will Wheaton, I brought Same in, yeah. You're, like, yeah. You're the only ones who got him. And, and with like <laughs> technology, too, you can guest on podcasts like it, it, yeah, across cool. the country with Skype. You can yeah. just call in. It's it's a we really amazing thing. We use that. We've had, I've had authors on my show from the East Coast using Google Hangouts. Yeah. We also stream, Google Hangouts is great because you can stream it to YouTube automatically. I've talked about that. Right? Yeah, and that's another thing that like for my show, I don't, I only do the show yeah, in person. Because I just have a hang up about, because a lot of the different systems are doing it on the computer or on the phone. You have to have a lot There's of patience. Yeah. People that listen to my show have heard me go crazy because the call, see Steve's laughing right now, because the call's not working or something. Yeah, see, I just won't. It's and kind of part of the show now where yeah. I'm just like, okay, we're having a delay reaction, so I'm just going to kind of... <laughs> and for my show, I think that also to not being in person, not being able to look into each other's eyes, I think takes away the intimacy of the show. Mm -hmm. And I know I fade off when I'm on the phone. I'm not, I'm thinking about something else. So that's another reason as well as I want to make sure that we're both really there and present in the room and, you know, and, talking. And also I was going to say, like, if you guys are interested at all in trying a micro podcast, that's something I'm a huge advocate for. There's so much content out there. One of the things I think that makes a podcast stand out is streamlined content. And uh, Curtis and I, for the last year, have been working with a company in New York called Spearman, 
where we create uh, micro podcasts, and Sean's, Sean's been on that with me as well. And we review movies, talk about movies for two minutes at a time. And it's all through the phone. It's an app in which I can contact another user. It records it. Now they have technology that transcribes it with like video stuff. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And you can just share it up to your Facebook. And it takes out the editing. It takes out, you know, because it's on the phone, it has that kind of like, like telephone quality. So you don't have to have the pressure of nice equipment. So there's no limit. What's that called? Uh, Spearman. It's S-P-A-R-E-M-I-N. They were at the podcast festival last year. And and that's another, I met a guy there last year who was doing a thing called Pod X Ref, which is basically an IMDB for podcasts. So you can go on there and look up a personality. You can look up TJ Miller and you'll see a list of all the podcasts that are on that service that he's on. So you'll, are you guys, I don't know if you guys are on it yet. You'll find my show working, on there. Of course, yeah, super easy. It but, and now he's starting a thing where you'll be able to go into podcast apps and bring a thing up that will tell you, oh, you're listening to this person, they're on these other shows. So it'll work mm-hmm. without being in his mm-hmm. website. So that'll be pretty cool. All right, we're gonna do a question, a uh, lightning question around here. We've got a couple more around right here. Okay, we in the 23rd century don't use money. Is there money to be made in what you do, or absolute money? Theoretically, theoretically, <laughs> there is. Once you get to a certain, you have to be at yeah, a certain subscriber level, usually for most big advertising deals. But even on a smaller basis, for instance, on my show, um, we do like since we're not at a level where we're getting those ad. I think usually like ten thousand listeners or something like that's like kind of where, I, that's what I've heard. Like, I've heard five. Five to 10,000 yeah. is where you're I'm starting to get like, you can get like monthly, you can get ad deals, like actual ad deals with like ad agencies. But, the, but, but let me just throw a stat in there. The average is 171 like per episode per month. So, so yeah. most of us, most of us are, are not even doing close. it for fun. <laughs> right. what, what, say that again? Uh, per Libsyn across 25,000 podcasts that they have, the average number of downloads is 171 per episode per month. Oh, really? Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. But, um, but what, I, what I'm doing for monetizing is I do Amazon referral where like I have a link on my podcast page that I send people to and you can click on it and then do your normal Amazon shopping and then we get like, I think like five to eight percent and I'm averaging like $50 a month doing that. Excellent. And that pays for my hosting. You need to do that. And so, and we kind of integrated it into the show, which a listener suggested. And we actually, because Amazon gives you a report of the things that people buy. They don't, they're not linked to the person. But yeah, and so we read out the things that people buy, and sometimes it's very humorous. Uh, for instance, like adult items and other weird, and just other weird stuff. Like we've had entire bits of our show that started because of weird things people bought on Amazon. And like sometimes it doesn't always come in the form of money. Like I said, like we're a family traveler. We we like went to Europe for five weeks this summer on very little money, and. Um, so, you know, part of it is that because we talk about travel on our podcast, um, we got comped in a lot of places we went to in Europe. So they just, we went to Tivoli, the, the, one of the oldest amusement parks in the world. And they're like, yeah, we'll comp your whole family. I mean, that's like $300 we would have spent, but we got to do it for free and we were going there anyway. So sometimes like reaching out to people, 
um, saying like, hey, I have this niche in my podcast. I will talk about it <laughs> on my show. You know, what support can you offer me like as a podcaster? And it gets and, you into Comic-Cons for free. Yeah. yeah. Which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, sure. All the time. So, sure. yeah. Uh, I, I'm part of a, a, a rather, rather large comedy uh, network. But sure gave us all our microphones Ooh. in this studio. Um, I, I don't have all the st stats on that, but um, we got sure. I, I we got for my uh, the Rock Solid podcast. We called sure and just asked them. And it was like, hey, you know, our our you know, we're top ten on iTunes or whatever, and they they gave it to us. And so you just ask, you'd be surprised what kind of spot. I, I toured doing stand up also. I got Quicksilver to back me for like a year. Wow, you know, just nice. by asking. And then they went out of business. But <laughs> you just, find, just poke around, <laughs> find out what you ask. If you, you know, get some bookstores or something to call if you're going to do your book podcast. And just, uh, Patreon, yeah. you know, if you have a small community that you want to tap into, you're doing something specific, people can support you with Patreon. It's a monthly thing. It's, it's as little as, I know people have run podcasts on $60 a month. That can help. Mm -hmm. um, we, you know, we've hustled and we've got some sponsorships. It's a trade barter system, but Death Wish Coffee Company in New York City sponsors our podcast. Sends us a crate of a crap ton of great coffee, and I'll tell you what, like it helps keep us funny and it saves us a little bit of money. So we sure appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Well, we uh, we got to move on. We're getting near the end here, and we have a cool segment at the end. If we have podcasters in the audience, we're going to give you like thirty seconds to tell the room and our panelists about your show where we can find you, and then you guys will have a cool chance to kind of, you know, not only cross-promote, but to, to do some networking, get to know each other here. So, do I have any podcasters in the room? And I, see, I asked that before, and that's why I do it at the beginning. There's, right. a, there's a halfway hand going up that we got, just recorded the first two episodes, so we haven't released it yet. Okay, well, so tell us what we can be looking for. Uh, my sister and I are twins, and we do technical theater, so we're talking to other theater people about background theater. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. I so cool. What's your show called? Twins, uh, twins Talk Theater. Twins Talk Theater. I like Very it. alliterative. I like it. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I saw another hand over here. Yes, tell us about your show. Well, no. Oh, no, I'm just waiting. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Watching. Okay, right over here. Um, I have a show with my cousins and we talk about anime, manga, and manga. So if you're into that Japanese culture, find us on YouTube, because that's all I know to do right now. What's it called? What's the name of the show? Oh, anime? Yeah, I've heard of that. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anime, yeah, I've heard of that. I like that. Awesome. That's good. It's a victory. That's very Googleable, too. Right? <laughs> yeah. Any others in the room here? Yes, in the back. I just signed on as voice talent for a new 1940s style radio drama Ooh. weird show where ventriloquists, dummies, and people live together with magicians. It's very strange. But it's called <laughs> Puppet Hunt. And you can find right now the first couple episodes on puppethunt.com. That sounds Puppet scary. Hunt. All right, yeah. yeah. It's not scary. It's more the war. Okay. Okay. Puppet hunt. <laughs> Puppet hunt. Well, we're uh, we're coming to the end here, and I want to mention one thing before I uh, let everyone do their final sign-offs. Everybody up here has got some other panels and things we're going to be doing throughout. We have a lot of live podcasting that we're going to be doing in here, and um, we also so have a website. We do have a website. That's true. Podcastadvocates.com. If you guys think of more questions later, um, if you want to like get involved, we've got a Facebook group that you guys can help cross-promote your stuff. We're also going to be posting this as a podcast. That's true. So if you forgot some details, podcastadvocates.com. Oh, no. So what we're going to do real quick, because we're just about the time. You guys have 30 seconds each. Remind us where to find you on the Internet, about what your show is, and what 
panel or show or whatever you've got coming up the rest of the weekend. We're going to start with Janelle and come Yay! back down this way. Oh. Okay, so Mandarin on show. Um, we have a live show today at 4.30 p.m. <laughs> in this room. If you want to, if you're curious, come check us out. Um, and then Phil is also, also has another podcast he's um, doing. It's, it's a family ties podcast called <laughs> Alex P. Keaton is my friend. He does well, an episode by episode. Um, yeah, I yeah. And we're doing a crossover with another podcast um, who does a show about 30, 30 bucks. So if you like old Because you know, that's a crossover audience. <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah, that totally makes sense. So. Amazing. Excellent. Uh, I'm Brock. You can find me at local OffenderRegistry.net. Wasn't a joke. You can edit out the ankle beeping, right? Is this recording? I didn't know. I didn't know. Sarah Bailey Bush. Um, BrockFox.com. We are the Unpop Podcast. Uh, Sean Keller Film on Instagram, and we're on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Facebook. Yep, Unpop Curtis Instagram, uh, and we do have a, a video show. We do a narrative thing where we tell a story and we play heightened versions of ourselves where we. It's absolutely ridiculous. So on YouTube, you can find us there. It's really good. And uh, yeah, we spoke. Uh, movies made me, mmmpodcast.com. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and iHeartRadio. I've got a slew of things up here, including my new wristband. So come grab stuff. Uh, I'm uh, Murray Valeriano. Uh, sorry, my, I forgot what I was doing here for a second. Oh, oh yes, right. I forgot to plug. We're, we're doing my show with him on it at 3.30. Yes, I'll be doing her movies made me. I'll be, I'm Road Story. My show is Road Stories. You can find it at roadstories.tv, part of the All Things Comedy Network. Um, I'm doing my show right after this with Phil Lamar's coming by to sit down and talk. And maybe... Tom Kenny from Spongebob. I haven't got to confirm <laughs> on that. So, and Eddie Pence, comedian Eddie Pence back there. <laughs> so we're going to do a live one right here, and you can actually see the, the equipment that I use when I travel with, because I brought it with. Uh, my shows are uh, Super Mario Brothers Minute and uh, Nothing New. They're both on the Benview Network. If you go to benviewnetwork.com, you can find those shows and more. And tomorrow... Tomorrow morning. Uh, tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. in this room, Brendo and I will be talking about uh, Benview Network, Podcast Networks, uh, all that kind of stuff uh, right here. We're going to have fun. I'm excited. <laughs> um, you can find me on all social media at Brendoman. Um, RadioBrendo.com is the Radio Brendoman podcast. Um, MBWS Pod is Mr. Brendo's Wrestling Show. So live Radio Brendoman tomorrow at 3.30? I think it's 2.30. Well, it's program. Tomorrow... Tomorrow, and then right after that, I'm doing a live MBWS. My friend Steve over here, and uh, and um, and then uh, yeah, the, the BenviewNetwork.com for all of our Benview Network shows, and then also PodcastAdvocates.com. There's actually a series of articles that I wrote about if you're starting a podcast from scratch. So they're always on there, PodcastAdvocates.com, and some of our older panels are also up there to listen to. And I forgot to promote tomorrow we're doing women in podcasting, yeah, a panel. Right. So, right. so come to that too, because yeah. it's a good podcasting. one. All, everything in this room is going to be sweet and all podcasting from here on out, so you guys should be coming back in. Check out this room, lots of cool stuff. Thank you guys for being here, and thank you so much to our panelists. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BendUNetwork.com.